Hello everybody, um, something a little bit different today, um, I'm sat down with Laura um, who has a son with ADHD and we just want to just have a little chit chat about the condition and about how she finds things, how her son finds things and just hope that we, you know, raise awareness and do some good and, you know, we can try and help anybody out there. So, hi Laura. Hi. Thank you very much for doing this. No I really problem. do appreciate it. Um, so, really, we just wanted to sort of go into. Oh, sorry about this. We've got Winnie, <laughs> we've got another one here. Um, what really, so about Fletcher, your yeah. son? Yeah. Um, how old is he now? Um, if you can tell us a little bit about him, yeah. when you maybe found that there were certain things that might be different from his peers, yeah. from his friends. Um, and yeah, we'll genuinely just okay. go from there. So Fletcher's nine. Um, he's, he's always been quite what we'd class as oversensitive. So he'd cry at the littlest of things. We just thought he were over emotional. Yeah. But then when he started playing football, we were about six. Um, you know, if he got tackled, he'd lay on the floor till it were acknowledged that he'd been fouled. You yeah. Know, the, you know, his coach would have to come over, rub his leg, get him back up. Yeah. And um, he'd be crying. Um, and it would, you know, the injustice there, but we just weren't picking up on it. And it would just every week, and we'd have him say, Oh, he needs to just let it go and, you know, run it off, let it go. And I'm like, mm, I know. Um, or, Easier said you know, than if, done. Yeah. Or if he did a bad tackle, we had, we did have opposition parents that had shout at him. Um, so because we had a couple of seasons of opposition parents being quite aggressive. We thought he were a little bit traumatised. So sometimes right. how he did react on the field, we thought we're down to that. Right. So his over-emotions there, we used to be like, oh, it's because he's, it's in fight, fight or flight mode. He's waiting for someone to kick yeah. off with him again. Yeah. Um, so we always put it down to that. And then basically last Christmas time, um, yeah, things were getting a bit bad with football where he'd started, you know, when he were frustrated on the pitch, he'd, he'd tell his his actual own teammates, you know, oh, pass me the ball, you're not passing, why are you passing? And then, you know, sometimes it might be you're an idiot. Or, yeah. And, and then obviously some of the parents were probably not very happy with that and I think there were a couple of complaints made to the coach. Right. Um. So we had like a Zoom call with his coaches and it were brought up and, you know, I did mention that, you know, Fletcher weren't the only one that sometimes can be a bit negative, but it came across that he was probably the worst one. Okay. And I just said, I think as parents and as coaches, we couldn't have been more consistent with him. So when these things were happening, we dealt with it there and then, you know, we were consistent and it wasn't, nothing was changing. Right. Um. Anyway, it started feeling a little bit like, oh, I don't know if, you know, if he's really wanted in the team anymore. Yeah. Um. And it was quite upsetting. And then I, yeah. and I just started looking into, um, well, my sister actually said, I think he might have ADHD and I said no I think he's just a boisterous boy because mm. I did I did look at ADHD of just being hyperactive don't get me wrong Fletcher can be but not consistently yeah. so I just thought no you know he's acting like this at football because of his traumas from these you know parents and things like that and then when I did actually look into it I couldn't believe that there were so many traits, mm. you know, and I actually yeah. made a list. I compiled a massive list things of, you know, Fletcher can't open a fridge without feeling sick. He can't, you know, smells of a fridge, just cooked chicken, not necessarily nasty smells. No. So 
that's a trait and I didn't know mm. you know um mm. but you only know what you know we only don't, know what we yeah, know so I, you know I compiled this list um school had never rung me or ever had us in about his behavior because it didn't it wasn't he's not necessarily naughty so more inattentive in school then yeah and I well I put it down to maybe masking right yeah because I thought well they've never contacted me are they gonna if I go in to speak to them are they gonna laugh me out of the classroom that's how I felt um, I mentioned it to my husband and he was like, he's absolutely not got ADHD, but again, he wouldn't look at the traits. Right. So I felt, a li- I did at the time feel quite lonely in it because yeah. I was thinking, I genuinely think I've hit the nail on the head here, but there's only my sister that sort of agrees. Um, That's one thing I would say, Laura, mm-hmm. is that if you feel as a parent that something doesn't feel right with your child, yeah. then I would listen to that yeah definitely because like i remember I, I i you know i thought that jude had it for years or at least something yeah and you know and other people are like no he's just having a bad day yeah. or he's just not slept well duh, yeah, duh, duh. Yeah. and i'm like no yeah. and then you just sort of put it to one side yeah. and you just like right okay carry on carry on yeah yeah and yeah. and that is what I would say to anybody mm. listening, yeah, is that, you know, listen, go, trust your gut, Absolutely. trust your gut, look into it, research, like do whatever you need to do, because knowledge is power. As cliche as that sounds, when you've got knowledge and you understand what's going on, you have more sympathy, you have more empathy, you have mm. more understanding. That's a ripple effect out to your friends, your family, your peers. You know, it can never, ever be a bad thing. So I would definitely... I'd be, you know, encouraging you to get looking and if it's something that's resonating with you right now, look into it a bit more and you'll feel empowered knowing that you're taking control. Absolutely. So from there, Laura, so it's been quite recent then in the last yeah, sort of 12 so, months. Yeah, so we, so I did a bit of a naughty thing because my husband at the time oh, didn't, yeah. <laughs> like, didn't agree. But again, he'd not looked at the information. Yeah. I think if he had us, then he would have definitely have agreed. Yeah. But at the time, again, I think he just had this, you know, in his mind, ADHD, it's just, you know, sort of naughty boy syndrome, hyperactive, and Fletcher didn't fit necessarily all the time. Those yeah. Boxes. So I decided I wasn't going to go on a waiting list for two years for him and that I'd just go private and get it done and if it came out he wanted I'd done it and I don't have to tell him <laughs> I love that I love it so I um that that's talking well you know that well that's taking control yeah, of the situation I, I, you know at the end of the day he's my son exactly. and I, I wanted to do what's best for him and I, the thing is I went online and I researched a load of private companies and I chose one and I signed him up and I paid for everything and I filled it all out. I even went to school on my own, spoke to the teacher who then actually said, so I went in with my list of traits and she said, well, he does actually display quite a few of those in school and no one had ever said because it wasn't necessarily affecting yeah. his work. So she did say that through the day can be quite verbal, you know, it can sometimes fidget in his seat. But he doesn't get up and walk around the classroom disturbing anyone. Right. So she'd never had to mention it to me. One thing that I'd not picked up on that they'd not told me before was that um, sound. So when they'd been learning um, with musical instruments in the class, it was hurting his ear so much that he was actually sitting out of class, wasn't right. partaking, and they'd not told never that. told no. you. So, um, and the school had actually ordered him some ear defenders. 
So there were little things that were happening at school. So school actually, even though I was so worried about going in and thought I'd be laughed out of the classroom because they'd never rung me about bad behaviour. Yeah. It isn't just about bad behaviour. You know, Fletcher Far isn't from. a naughty child, but sometimes his reactions can come that way. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah once she was more than happy to help fill in the form and so I sent the school form off. His coach was amazing. He filled the form in and I sent it all off. And obviously we had the assessment and it came out that he had the combined type, which mm -hmm. is both, which totally makes sense. Inattentive and yeah. hyperactive. Yeah. And then from there, um, once we sort of, you know, football had found out this, his coach has been massively on board, to be fair to him, because I can imagine, how, I really do know how difficult it must be to deal with him. Yeah, because, when they've got another 20-odd yeah, kids as well. Yeah, they've got other kids to deal with, and yeah. Fletcher can storm off the pitch. You know, they might not have enough players if he does that. And it's finding out his triggers, Yeah, you know, and we've, we've really come together and worked on what those triggers are and how we can, you know, sort of stop them stopping being triggered really but it doesn't always work no but the fact that you know he's on board and he picks up his coach has picked up on things before himself where what we've realized is if Fletcher's subbed through the game he thinks he's done something wrong and I think it's that trauma again of maybe being brought off after you know so then that goes into another trait of ADHD which is RSD yeah. rejection sensitivity dysphoria yeah it's a big part of ADHD and it yeah. can affect children and adults in lots of ways in their everyday life. Like it really does have a big impact, yeah. doesn't it? Well, he feels things physically. So if he's brought off through the game, and it might be with all good intentions that the coach is seen is getting really frustrated and it's better to maybe bring him off for five minutes so he can calm down. That's a great idea. But to Fletcher, he's thought, well, I've done nothing wrong. Why am I being subbed? So he'll, he might storm off there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what, so what we've decided to do, and his coach noticed this, is let's sub him after a quarter. You know, when, right. when we're coming off and having a team talk, he can sub, right. not go back on. So he doesn't feel it's like he's been brought off throughout the match. Yeah. So little things like that. Makes a big difference. Yeah. And the reason Fletcher gets frustrated at football in the games are if he's not being, if he perceives, should mm. I say, that he's not being passed the ball, he feels rejected by his teammates. Right. So he'll be screaming rather than like, come on, yeah, 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 out, Fletcher's, Fletcher's, you know. Yeah. He'll say, what, give me the ball, give me the ball, oh, you're an idiot. And then the way he reacts, they don't want, obviously people then don't want to pass him the ball, his, his teammates, because he's reacting like that to him. So it's, it were a really vicious cycle at one point. Yeah. You know, and I can imagine parents standing on sidelines thinking, oh my God, Fletcher's off on one again, he's just called my son an idiot and whatever. Without that diagnosis, I think it was, you know... He's not a, Yeah, he's, I think you know, they probably were in. thinking that. And we get on really well with all the parents. And I would think they would probably be able to approach me. Yeah. Um. So anyway, we, now we've got this diagnosis, you know, I, I did let them all know straight away that when he does get frustrated, he, he, he's a, he can't help it no. to an extent that... You know, there's no signal telling him to calm down and not overreact. Yeah. You know, they aren't meant not to pass you the ball. They're not rejecting you. Mm. He's not getting that signal no, that says, think, think before you speak yeah. or, you know, don't react that way. You know, if if he's badly tackled, he might react badly to the child that's badly tackled mm. him without thinking, well, actually, that child was just going for the ball. He didn't want to hurt yeah. me. Yeah. He will say that he has wanted to hurt me mm. and he will genuinely believe yeah. that someone's wanted to hurt him. 
So again, that triggers him. Yeah. You know, and it might be stopped. He might be getting stormed off, or if he feels that we're a free kick and the and the referee hasn't given it, mm. wow, that's you know, he will say to the referee, "That's a free kick." The referee, depending on how he reacts with him, if the referee thinks that's a child bad mouthing him, back chatting, send him he off. might he might get cross mm. with him. That triggers him. Yeah. So what we've done recently is so James, who's the head coach at Fletcher's Football, I think about three four weeks ago rang me and his dad and said look i've been really worrying about fletcher fletcher's played for james for nearly four seasons now. and this is for what team so this is white rose white All rose Stars and yorkshire right so james sort of heads up both yeah james Roth. yeah and we'd had an incident on the sunday where an actual child had punched fletcher on the pitch because um the child were getting frustrated that they were losing which is completely understandable mm. and um, he'd, I think it fouled Fletcher and Fletcher had said, oh, you're getting stressed because you're losing. So then this kid had like pushed him and so Fletcher had like, gone like this, winding him up and the kid actually punched him. So at the time, we couldn't believe it because Fletcher didn't react. Now that is not like him usually that he'd react badly yeah. to it. Yeah. So the game finished and everything was fine and on the way home, I'm, I'm so proud of you. for Your coaches are proud of you. You didn't, you didn't hit him back and you know, you reacted so well to it. When we got home, he just burst into tears and he was hysterical and he just said, I'm the problem. You know, there's always an issue at football because of me. Um, no, you know, no one's going to want to play with me because there's always a problem when I play. And he was hysterical about it. I think maybe the shock of being hit and then... Yeah. And he couldn't take the, it, yeah. the positive praise from because he just said, I just feel so bad. It's always my fault. Something always happens. Well, I actually videoed it without him knowing because I want people to see the other side of him because I think a lot of people see quite a cocky, arrogant child sometimes right. because he is good at sports. Yeah, you said and he I was. And I think yeah. he does come across quite confident. Then they're not seeing the side that when he gets home, he feels safe. We're getting the vulnerable side and yeah. the meltdowns and everything, yeah. So I videoed it and I did send it to his coach just to say, look, this is the other side to him that people might not always see. That's um, a really good idea, yeah. Laura. So James did ring and say, look, I've been up worrying since, I think, 5 a.m. this morning. When it, can I come out and see you to discuss what we can do? That's so we, really it decent. It was really lovely. And really, really decent. So Because we, we'd actually got to a point where we were like, should we stop football? Mm. Because, you know, there seems to be something Being all here. the time. Um, yeah. You know, and James just said, I think you'd be letting him down if you stopped him playing. He's a great player. You know, I genuinely think you'd be letting him down. And we said, I just don't feel like that at the minute. No. You know, we're just, there's constantly something. Mm. So he came out to our house, actually, and he sat down with Fletcher and asked Fletcher a few questions, you know, you know, what do you think would be best? And I think sometimes Fletcher doesn't always know what his no. triggers are. No, You know, Fletcher doesn't always know when he's getting frustrated. He's it's nine clear to years everyone old. Else. Yeah. It's clear to everyone else. We can see it and we're, you know, we're on edge. Yeah. But it's like, what's yeah. best to do if we bring him off? Is he going to kick off? You know, is he going to take it the wrong way? Yeah. So we came up with a few things and then we had a chat with James afterwards and I explained the rejection mm. sensitivity dysphoria and I said, he feels pain physically. Yeah. So that rejection, it actually hurts him. Yeah. So if he's not passed the ball, even if he's perceived that it could be passed to him mm. and they don't, it hurts. Mm. So I said, and that's why he overreacts, mm. you know, and he feels like nobody wants to be my friend, mm. and why don't they? And I said, and then he's thinking about that rather than the game. Yeah, you know, in, he's in his so head. Upset. He's in his head. Yeah. And it's like, as well as like, you know, um, I remember being on that course with you recently yeah. and we were talking and 
the, the and the course leader was saying that sometimes they might perceive that they're being bullied yeah. or they're being picked on, but yeah. actually it's just a bit of banter. Yeah. But they can't they don't can't pick up on that. And, yeah. They don't pick because up on they that. They feel like they're being criticized. They feel like they're them. being criticized yeah. and then I like you say it physically hurts yeah. them. And you yeah. know, it's a real it, it really does affect them and um and that's hard to understand and that's hard for their friends to understand yes. that at that age so isn't young. it I think Parents. they don't understand no you know I don't think if I could explain it to Fletcher I don't think he'd quite understand no. it um so I think for children at that age as well to understand it's a lot so Fletcher had put together from school had actually said would it be a good idea for Fletcher to like a presentation on his ADHD to sort of explain it fantastic so we sat down together and we made this presentation up and James, the coach, is actually going to do a Zoom call with the parents and the players to present this presentation wow. so that they can see why he does react to them sometimes, which isn't a great reaction. But they might understand, oh, Fletcher's sh shouting at me again. I'll just ignore him. And I do think cause a lot of the players he plays with, he has played with them since he was six. Right. He's nine now, nearly ten. I do think they have got used to him, Alex Fletcher. I, I genuinely do. And yeah. You know, when outside of football, we do meet up. Yeah. And I think we would probably well, be that outcasted says a lot. if not. You that know, says a lot, Laura, yeah. The day he got punched, his friend from football turned up with a bottle of Prime for him. Oh, You know, wow. at the door. And it completely, it was still, his face was still red, raw and swollen from crying. And his friend turned up and he, he ended up staying. And we, we, made, we did some pumpkins for Halloween and we ended up making a day of it. But that oh, wow. shows, you know, like they've had to deal with him, the stop a play from him being punched and, you know, this, they're having to deal with that all the time when Fletcher's laid on the floor needing acknowledgement that he's been fouled. They're like, they just want to get on with the game, but yeah. they don't, you know, they do react well. I mean, sometimes, you know, they even say, pass the ball, they do it. Everybody does. Yeah, but, they do. You know, it's, I think the fact that we're all still friends outside of football and, you know, we're even meeting up with the parents this Saturday for a Christmas night out and that we're still in the group and, you know, the ease accepted. Brilliant. I, I def definitely do think the football side thinks they've got used to it and I do think he's accepted. But James doing this presentation, I think they'll understand it a bit more like, like we were saying, there's different traits. You know, noise, you know, smell. Sensory processing So Fletcher, when he's playing football, constantly plays with his socks. So he's trying to play a game and he's pulling his socks mm. up. He can't stand the feel of the long socks. No. Um, you know, so he's messing all the time with his socks and that's definitely a sensory issue. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. When he was diagnosed, they did say it's ADHD combined with some ASD traits. Yeah. So I think the, the ADHD is definitely outweighing the ASD. Um, and the ASD is autism see. spectrum disorder yeah, yeah. for everybody out there. So I think little things like that, and he do not like tags on his underpants. No. So, you know, I could cut all the tags out of his underpants, they irritate him. So little things like it that. It is, yeah. Um, I don't think get in the way of every day, but yeah, if you if you watch a video back of him playing football, he will have mm. probably, I think my husband counted um, 11 times he'd messed really? with his socks. Yeah, in a, I mean, he only plays, I think. 45 minutes at the minute. What the minute we've up. just found with Jude is um, he doesn't do his sock, but what he does, he has, it's like he's got something in his mouth, and I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. And he's been biting his lip yeah. inside his lip, you know, and I'm like, what are you doing? And he's, and he's, he's just, a, he's, he's he's just like a, just, you know, to, yeah. to de, uh, what is it well, now? I think it's what like is it the, called? I, I think, think when they're anxious, that's what they do. So Fletcher bites his nails. Yeah. And he clicks his fingers. Yeah. Um, but the clicking of the fingers has become, I think, he's become quite obsessed with. Mm. I don't think he even knows he's no. doing it. 
but it worries me because it's constant. Mm. So what I've done is, I've, uh, my sister's actually ordered me some of the chewy necklaces. Yes. Because I think if he's not putting his fingers in his mouth and chewing his nails, it might take him away from us. You know, like yeah. forgetting he's got fingers in a way to no, be clipping. No, no, it's true, it's um, true. So I'm going to give it a go. I don't know the answer, but I don't... The biting of the nails I used to do as a kid as well, and I only stopped when I... So I get my nails painted mm. just purely so I don't yeah, bite them. Yeah, I know what you were saying. Yeah. yeah, I know, I need to do mine but, like, again. Fletchers are so sore at the minute. I almost don't mind the biting of the nails as much, but the clicking of the fingers, mm. I feel like, is he going to do something to his joint? I don't know. Yeah, just, yeah, like that's right to see future. Even at home ever. when he's calm and he's, he's constantly, mm. you know, and he's touching and I'm like, hmm. So I just thought maybe if that can take it away, he might stop doing that yeah. and find something else. Because even fidget toys, he's still clicking his fingers. Really? Yeah, right. especially at school. Yeah. I mean, at one point he was clicking his neck at school. He didn't want doing it at home. His teacher said, look, he's starting to click his neck. And I said, right, we need to mm. we need to get on that because I don't want no, you know. Fat, no. Um, but yeah, he was just literally sat there clicking his neck. And I said, if he becomes obsessed with that, where he doesn't even realise he's doing it, oh, I said, so luckily that was just for a couple of weeks. Just shows how it can escalate, you know. Yep. And like going right back, if you like, mm. is like you know, school not letting you know about certain things. Like yep. he's not been in a music class and what have yep. you. I feel like that is not okay. No. I think yep. you know, like. As uh, you know, as the coach, the football coach, as being as being supportive, yeah. as being involved yeah. with you and your family, that is what it needs to be with school. Yeah. Like you need to be on the same page. Yeah, it's it can't be that something's going on at school and you don't know about no. it. Yeah, you know this is a safe place at home, or hopefully any child should have a safe place. You know, so he could come home and tell you those yeah. things. Yeah, and and if they don't feel come, you know, if they don't like 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 with Jude. He don't really say much. It's not very much I get out from him. Mm. He'll tell me left field, like, you know, oh, last week this happened. Oh, okay. Well, did you not think? Oh, no, it never went into, it never, yeah. pers- it never yeah. came into my head. Mm. So I just think to have that sort of, you know, that, that, that communication with, 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 with school, yeah. don't have to be like war and peace, but just mm. like a few little notes, yeah. right? Today has been a little bit dysregulated. Yeah. He's been a little bit out of sorts, whatever. Then you know. We've never I don't really, like the not knowing. No, I find that really we've difficult. We've never really had that with school. And I think for Fletcher, even from being at preschool, he has. Um, so again, going back, we always thought he had an attachment issue with me. So we used to think, oh, he's, so he'd cry. Obviously, every morning when I was dropping him at school, he'd yeah. cry and he'd have to be like sometimes physically pulled out away from mm. me. And I'd be like, right, come on. And then you go through every year thinking, oh, next year he'll probably go in by himself. And, but we, this started at preschool and then reception. So Fletcher has always never really settled at school anyway. But then I think once they get him in and they sit him down, he, they say in their white words, he's fine. Um, <laughs> we're in year five word. now and we're still struggling to get him into school. So to me, yeah, why haven't they picked up on things earlier, you know? Why is he so unsettled? Why doesn't he want to come to school every day? You know, what is causing this? So, yeah. again, but I did put it down to, oh, it's his attachment with me. You mm. know, so, as silly as it sounds, like I breastfed him. You know, I didn't I, I didn't go back to work till he was two and a half. And I used to think, oh, is it because he was just with me all that time? You question and, everything. Yeah, all these. I, I had an excuse for everything. And even his emotional side from being a baby, you know, he, he, at nine months old when he wanted to crawl, he used to scream his head off. And it'd be like, once he's crawling, he'll be okay. 
And then next thing it will like, well, he's crawling, but he's still screaming. Oh, it's because he wants to walk. Once he's walking, it'll be okay. And yeah. it was always like said, oh, it's because of this. It's because of this. But even at such a young age, yeah. and I, don't get me wrong, I know babies can't regulate their emotions, but with hindsight now, looking at things that have happened through mm. the years before I realised it was ADHD, I can see it now. Yeah. But again, I didn't yeah, know these no. traits. I didn't know there was, you know, it wasn't just hyperactivity. No. So, um, oh, the, my sister mentioned yesterday, I used to be worried looking after him because if, it, if anything happened where he fell, he wouldn't want anyone else to comfort him but you. So if you weren't there... His, his reaction to hurting himself was so over the top. You know, you'd think, has that even hurt? Yeah. But he'd be screaming, and then if I weren't there to comfort him, there were Nobody no one to, he could. wouldn't let anyone touch him. Get mm-hmm. off me, get off me. Because it overreacts. Mm. Because it's like, why have I thought somebody's just tripped me up? Mm. It's like, oh, it was an accident. No, it wasn't. You know, they've done it on purpose. Yeah. But it's how he perceives it yeah. because of the rejection sensitivity dysphoria. So that Fletcher's two main traits massive ones that affect him because everybody's different are his emotional regulation and the rejection sensitivity dysphoria and they probably come into play every single day well that's what i was going to ask you laura what are the sort of main symptoms of the condition that that you deal with but you've pretty much answered that and and i think that is in a lot of people and the rsd and what have you the sensory processing like jude was always a child he couldn't he could not stand listening to a, a hand dryer Right. It, it, it were yeah, literally yeah, like yeah, it were yeah. like that and it's like a pain signal into yeah, in the brain yeah, yeah. so it wasn't just like you know and then and if a car whizzes past or a motorbike mm. even now it's like a literally yeah it's like you know yeah. has it gone yeah i'm fine i'm yeah. safe now i'm okay and he's still like that now right, um okay. and i think as he's getting older he's getting a little bit more embarrassed because he's always worried defenders mm. at like you know football yeah. games and things yeah now it's not very cool to wear your defenders and, yeah. you know, and he, and he just, you know, so we're in that sort of, you know, he's not a teenager, he's a teenager, but, yeah. you know, he's certainly aware more of, aware. yeah, more aware that, you know, his friends don't have those things yeah. and, and, you know, and he's becoming, he's taking it on board very well. He has, like, we've explained it to him as best we can and, you know, told him about people in the public eye who's got it, mainly footballers and yeah. things like that. Um, and I think that's kind I think I'm hoping that's kind of helped him, mm-hmm. um, you know, and already he's only been up at the high school since September. He's met some new friends, which is all lovely. Yeah. Three of his friends have said to him, I think I've got ADHD. Right. And, um, and it's just you know, I just feel like it's becoming more prominent. Mm. And and I think it's a buzzword for some, I've got to say. But overall, like, I just think we've got more awareness. What we're doing now, you know, is to raise awareness Mm -hmm. and to, to, you know, to try and help people. That's, you know, it's it's just something that I feel really strongly about. And you're here, so obviously you Mm. do too. Um, and I just think, you know, it's just going to become more and more. And that's what I've said to Jude. Like, you're just yeah. going to find this happens more yeah. and more often. Yeah. Um, even like a year ago, 18 months ago, shall we say, mm. it wasn't as prominent as now. Yeah. And even like schools and stuff, like like you've just said, mm. they didn't pick up on anything. No. They didn't pick up on Jude having holes in his, in his yeah. jumper. Yeah. His, his collars were sodden, yeah. like disgusting, yeah. like filthy, disgusting. Because he needed something to just like, yeah. you know, to like to regulate himself and yeah. things like that. Now he's up at the high school, it's slightly different. Mm. You know, he's allowed fidget toys, but yeah. oh no, he didn't. Yeah. He didn't. Yeah. So that's the hat. So this is where I, this is where yeah. we are right now. 
you know, from year six to now, mm. just the last three Big months he's been up there. Yeah. He's like, he can't get out of fidget toy yeah. because he don't want, you know, yeah. his mates to be like laughing or, yeah. you know, and he can't see whatever we say, like, this is going to help you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you do it, maybe someone else looks at you and thinks, oh, well, it's okay because Jude's done it. Yeah, He can't do, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I just feel like he's going to struggle even more in classes yeah. as it's going on because he's not, well, he has, he's not medicated. Mm-hmm. Um, no, he hasn't got a diagnosis yet we're still waiting on that but you know you know your child like I've just said Mm. you know your child trust it he's got like nearly every symptom and I just I you know and I've gone from feeling like medication no 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 not not for my child not for my child and you know but then when we did that course again we had a full you know we didn't quite go to plan no. did it? but we had a full like session on that yeah, and yeah and do you want to talk a little bit yeah, about that yeah so Fletcher? I was exactly the same Natalie I, I I I just wanted the diagnosis I think initially so that I could say this is why he does this please don't yeah. judge him and I, I, yeah. I think we were going to football and because this is where mainly Fletcher were kicking off we're at football and mm. um, so we were going to football and I was like oh this is, he's doing it because he's got ADHD. So I think I wanted that diagnosis more for everyone else yeah, at the I time. Because I'm like, please understand. I know he's a nice boy. And, you yeah. know, and um, anyway, so mm. we got the diagnosis and they said to me at the time, you know, would you like to medicate? I'm like, absolutely not. I don't want to change my child. You know, I just want people to know why he acts mm. like this. Um, and then basically for years, Fletcher had been coming out of school. And when, we, when I picked him up, he used to jump on me, throw his bag. He'd had such a bad day and he's how he perceived it. Yeah. Um, and so what I did was initially I bought him a journal and it's called the Big Life Journal. And oh. when you open it up, it's, it, yeah. Yeah, every day. has got that. Yeah. yeah. So they try and, they, they want you to list like a few good things that's happened that's in your right. day. So it's supposed to be positive. I so I thought, it's coming out of school negative. Let's try and find every night. So I, I put him to bed on a night and I'd be like, right, let's fill this journal in. And it'd have like, um, you know, five faces and it ranged from being happy to sad or same, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But every night now it turned into negative. Mm. So I couldn't he'd, he'd focus only on even if one bad thing had happened that day, he'd focus yeah. on that. And he couldn't find a positive in every day. But it got to the point where even I were frustrated because I'd yeah. be like, we could have had a day it might not have even been school. We might have had a fun day, family day out. And, you know, and something, you know, I'd put him off and upset him that day. And he'd focus on that. And I'd even be like, we've had this lovely day. And you're just focusing on that totally. one negative. And, and I said, what, why is, why is this happening? Um, and it was mainly school, you know, coming out, oh, this has happened today. And he'd be crying. And then at bedtime, he'd cry about it, not want to go to school the next day. So I just thought, you know what? I think maybe if we try the medication and he's not struggling as much at school, because he'd, he'd perceive he'd got his hand up at school all day. And he'd say, I've had my hand up for help all day and the teacher hadn't come to me. And it's like, I know that ain't true. Yeah. He's perceived it that way. Yeah. That's how he feels. Yeah, he's so upset he feels. about it. He'd say, I've had it on my hand up all day and she didn't come to me. And I'd be like, she can't not have mm. come to you. But so I just thought if we try it. So we started on Medicanet 10 mils in May. After two weeks, it went up to 20 mils. So then we stayed on the 20 mils um, until beginning of july mm. so I, when i spoke to his teacher she said it's definitely made a difference she said i do think it's wearing off around one o'clock right she says because it becomes a bit more vocal and a bit more fidgety around that time 
she says, but up to that point, it's so much more focused. So we're like, oh, great. Yeah. That's good. So we upped it to 25 then because we, oh, no, sorry, 30. Right. Because we thought maybe then it might last a little bit longer yeah. because it's in, so Medicanet's an eight-hour stimulant. Yes. Um, but de depending on your metabolism, obviously it can right. come out of the system a bit quicker. Oh, so if right. you were having it at about eight o'clock in the morning, it was coming out of the system about one, Didn't which is slightly that. earlier. Right. So we went to 30, but because it was July and school were winding down for the summer holidays mm. and there were a lot more fun activities going on, the teacher found it difficult to know whether it, the medication were working or whether it was just because they were getting happy. his natural dopamine right. from being happy. Yeah, yeah. So... We finished school, you know, at the end of July, and then I don't medicate Fletcher through the holidays or at weekends, so I, I let him just have a bit of a break. Yeah. So the whole of the six-week holidays, um, I didn't medicate him. And to be honest, we had the best, like, summer. You know, I don't necessarily – I can put up with, you know, the odd meltdown or whatever, and I think when he's at home anyway, he's, he's happier because mm. a lot of these triggers come from school. Mm. So – I didn't feel we needed to medicate him. And then he went back to school in September, back on the 30. Um, now, this new teacher, obviously, had never known him prior to. Right. So she so she was basically saying he's, he's really focused, he's getting all his work done. And I said, well, the problem is he's still not wanting to come to school, so there must be something. And she's like, no, he's fine when he's here. I'm like, well, it's getting really difficult to get him to school. Um, no, 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 he's fine. So... But we did get his school report last week, and Fletcher has always been a few terms behind. Oh, yes, you said this. So oh, they, yeah. they mark him on reading, maths, and writing, That's, and then yeah. it's termly. And Fletcher is now working at the age-related expectations for reading and maths, so mm. he's exactly where he needs to be. And he's only a term behind in his writing. So I've got to say the medication, that is proof the medication yeah. is working, so I think it's focusing him. Definitely. So he doesn't feel he's struggling, mm. you know, and then he's able to complete his work without getting stressed, mm. you know, and But before that, what was he working, was was it like a few terms behind, Yeah, it was a few terms behind. He's always been a few terms behind. Um, and they put it, his Fletcher's dyslexic, so I just always sort of put it down yeah. to that. And I thought he might always be a few terms behind. It's just the way it is. Um, but for him to jump now to actually where exactly where he needs to be, that is that's fantastic. got to be the medication. I can't see what no. else it could be. So he's clearly able to focus, mm. you know, on that one thing. And his teacher actually used the word hyper-focus, which is what yes. ADHD people do. So she's saying he's actually quite hyper-focused on his work. And I have found when he's coming out of school, he'll say, Mummy, I, I did some English today. It was so easy. Well, I've never heard that from no. him. You know, it's always been, oh, I didn't know what I was doing. And I put my hand up and she, you know, I've had my hand up all day. Yeah. You know, it, now it's like, oh, and I did this maths. And, it, you know, I got through the questions really quickly. Um, so... You know, we are finding that it's definitely working. I mean, the rejection dysphoria does come in again sometimes because at the minute Fletcher hasn't got his um, pen license. Right. So the teacher is trying her best to praise him for his handwriting. And say, yes, that's great. But then he's coming out saying to me, you know, she's telling me my handwriting's great, but I still haven't got my pen license. And she's so upset about mm. it because he takes it so literally. Mm. So it's like she's saying my handwriting's great, so why haven't I got this? Yeah. So it's it's finding a way to word things yeah. so it doesn't, you know, take it so literal and then misunderstands why he's not ready to have it yet. That is totally part you know, of the condition yeah. being literal in it. So literal. Um, and then like with the star of the day, mm. you know, it's like I've done everything that 
that you know I need to do to get started the day and I've not got it today mm. I'm like well there is other children that deserve it as well but I've tried my best and I've done I'm like that doesn't mean you the teacher doesn't think you've tried your best no. but that's how he perceives it, it is that if he doesn't get starved the day you've not tried hard enough and what I know. find as well like even though you know you're trying to like reason with them are you yeah. trying to you know put a positive spin on yeah. something it don't they go in no, it doesn't go no. in and then that gets frustrating because you're trying to stay calm yeah. while explaining it yeah. yeah and i just feel like and i'm saying something yeah. and then he just talks over me and yes. says and i'm like yeah you didn't obviously hear anything that yeah. i just said he's and he's just like well, what did you just say anyway da, 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 mm. everything's wrong da, 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 i'm shit yeah. and it's just like whoa whoa yeah. whoa just calm down yeah. like this morning yeah you know it's snowing it's snowing today and he were in a flat because I can't watch school in this. How am I supposed to watch school in this? And look at the state of it. And like, I can't, I'm going to be late for school. And, you know, and all this sort of stuff. I should be off school. I should be off school today. Yeah. Injustice. Yeah. Injustice yeah. of it. And I'm yeah. like, Jude, you and millions and millions of other kids will not want to go to school right now. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to get out of bed. <laughs> Guess what? Yeah. You're going. Yeah. That's yeah. it. You know, and I just have to shut it down. Yeah. Sometimes if I just like, if I'm just putting his, like, put like, you know, to put my arms around yeah. him, makes him worse. Yeah. I've got just that like, tough yeah. love. Get yeah. on with it. Yeah. Shut up. Move yeah. on. Yeah. You know, but it is difficult, it you know, is. and you've got to pick your battles and you've got to try and, you know, work with whatever you're going through yeah. at that, you know, yeah. at that point. Like I was just, I was saying to you just off camera before, like I had Jude come home from school earlier on this week. Um, I'd had a really bad day. We'd fallen out in the morning. He'd gone to school in a bad mood and then he just stayed there. He just stayed in a bad mood for six hours. Didn't want to speak to anybody. Didn't want to do anything, you know. And then he came home, totally dysregulated, started, you know, throwing things and hitting things and, you know, screaming. And it was just the part I feel really, I feel really awful for him because they don't understand what is going on. They don't understand why they're feeling this this yeah. anger because it's not justified, really. No. You know, it isn't. Mm. You know, it is to them, yeah. but they don't. But he also don't understand. He doesn't understand. And I'll say, right, why are you angry? Don't know. Just them. Yeah. Just them. Yeah. Has anything happened? No, nothing's happened. Mm. Okay. And then I'm just like, what do I do with it now? What yeah. do I do? Do I do I carry it on? Do I just kind of leave him? Mm -hmm. We're all in that. Yeah. We're at this point at the yeah. moment. We're a little bit further down the line than maybe some people watching this, but certainly we yeah. have not got it all figured out, you know. And and what would you? I mean, what I do you do, Lara? What a lot of people advice I've been given from mums in our position is. When they get home from school, I think because they've had to either mask or it's been stressful for them at school all day, it's not natural for them to be sat at a desk all day, no, sitting not still. Moving. It is not natural for them. So you've got to imagine being told to sit there all day and do that when that's not what their body or yeah. mind wants to do. So they come home and they're actually probably physically exhausted from having to sit there and do that. So that's where you're saying they don't understand why they feel like that. They don't because no. they don't know it's not natural for them to have to sit like that. Mm. So the advice I've been given, and I think it's definitely right, is to just let, when they get home from school, if they want to go to the room and just be there on their own, even for an hour, just let them chill. Um, you know, don't, and we've been told not to ask questions. How's your day been? Don't ask them. Okay. You know, what have you done at school today? Don't ask them. Because right. they don't want, they've not, you know, too they're much. too tired. They don't want to answer those questions. They probably can't remember. You know, let them go, 
chill, regulate mm. themselves, whatever they need to do, and then they'll come down. You'll probably see a completely different person. Mm. I think usually we pick them up. Oh, what have you done today? Because you want to show you're interested. Yeah, because you haven't seen you know, them for that long. You want to see. Yeah, a neurodivergent child who's struggled all day. It's mm. just like, oh my god, why? No more talking. You know, I've found with Fletcher Car, haven't we? Oh, I've said, oh, what, what have you done in maths today? I don't remember. Why are you asking me? And he's jumped down my throat straight away, and I'm like, whoa, I'm only trying to ask. Yeah, but. That's because he's so tired. Yes. Doesn't know he is. And he's irritated. Yeah. You know, and he just wants to get home and chill. And yeah. then when you've got a child like Fletcher who does like a million and one sports, it's hard to get home and let him have that chill time because we're usually you getting home rushing. Thing. What I've found is, um, you know, tea usually sets him off. So I'd be like, right, what do you want for your tea? I don't know. I don't know. Not hungry. And I'm like, don't want Not you really hungry. going anywhere without something in your stomach to yeah. do training or whatever. Yeah. I don't want anything. So I've just learned to just be like, do you know what? Okay, let him. If he wants to go and he goes to that training one day without, you know, any tea, and then he finds he's hungry while he's training, it's a natural consequence that next time I might say, actually, mum, can I have just a little bit of a snack and I'll have my tea when we get back? Yeah. And that is what we've found. So, like, now we might just have a little bit of a snack um, and then he'll go to training and he'll do his training. And when he's absolutely starving, then when, when he gets back and he will actually eat his tea. But I was yeah. sort of, sort of, almost forcing him to have tea yeah. because I was so worried that he was training with nothing in his system. I know. Um, and, it do, and does it affect his mood? It does affect his it mood. Does he does get hungry. It does. Massively does We get all hungry. do as well in our house, yeah. which is unfortunate. But yeah. he, he's just the same. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, and and honestly, the difference in yeah. him when he has had something, it is he's like a Duracell bunny. Then he's gone yeah. from like yeah, yeah, you know, and he's ready to go. Yeah. But yeah. then trying to if he if he's on that if he's on PlayStation or if mm. he's on his phone and he's hyper focused, yeah. there is nothing that I can do no, to get him to eat. To, yeah. I'm like. I, Put like a plate next to him just yeah. like chuck just yeah. there and leave it and just mm. see if he wants to eat and sometimes he'll have like a little nibble yeah and then i just think just the same as you i am yeah. at that i'm like well you don't want to take a coat just go yeah. well if you don't want to go to yeah, a coat you don't exactly. want to take a coat just go in minus two weather That's more for you yeah. but hopefully the next day you are yeah. going to think actually it's a natural consequence and I, th- yeah. I truly believe that so children with adhd when I said earlier about we were being consistent and nothing were changing, so the coach were being consistent, we were being consistent. Fletcher's got older brothers and sisters and we'd, we'd parented them the same and it had worked, but it wasn't working for Fletcher. Mm. That would have been like, why isn't this working? Yes. Yeah. So now I've learned that parenting the same as you know neurotypical children isn't going to work. Mm. Telling them how to do something, they're not going to do mm. it. They're going to do the exact opposite. So yeah. we, for example, this is where it does work. So... Where we park on the school run, Fletcher can run across the field on a morning, but we walk around because usually the field's wet this time of year. Yeah. And a few weeks ago, he said, Mum, I want to run across the field. And I said, but if you do, you'll get wet feet. I won't. So I said, okay, then, because I thought, you know, this is a natural consequence for him. He needs to find out. So usually I'd be like, no, you'll get wet feet. And we'd we'd fall out. So I went, all right, if you don't think you will, Mm. that's absolutely fine. You'll run across. And he ran across and we met at the gates together and he went, Mum, and I said, what? He went, I've got wet feet. And he said, you were right. And it was such a breakthrough because he wouldn't usually ever admit that. But because I'd been so calm with it, you know, and I'd not forced it down his neck. And he just went, you were right. And I I said, yeah, you've got wet feet. And he understood that for himself. He He learned a lesson there. And then that was about three, four weeks ago. And then this morning, because it was frosty, he went, Mum, it's frosty. Can I run across? And I said, 
yep, but just be careful because it might be slippy. It won't be. I went, well, I'm just letting you know. And he ran across and he was like, I'm fine. I'm like, yep. You know, so he has learned. So he doesn't even go across the grass when it's wet. He's yeah. seen this morning, it's frosty. I want to run different. across. Yeah. I'm going to go. So I know he's learned from that. Yeah. And then it, it is difficult. It's like you say, going outside, if it's raining and I don't want to put coat on, let them get wet. Mm. That's what the course mm. told us. Mm. Let them get wet because next time they will, they'll yeah. learn. So, but it's putting that into normal everyday scenarios. Into, yeah. It's like the way Fletcher maybe treats his um, footy mates on the pitch when he's not meaning to be frustrated with them and things that come out of his mouth. That might mean they reject him, which mm. luckily they haven't. But if they did, it would be a natural consequence. But for him to go through that pain of being rejected by his friends and then not wanting to be his friend anymore because of how he speaks to him on the pitch, that's quite painful yeah. for anyone to lose friends over something he can't help. Yes, yeah. But that does happen. It There's does. so many children with ADHD that... They don't have many they, friends. They don't and, have many yeah. friends because of because of things like yeah, that you know yeah. and a lot of it is parents mm. I, I do think it's the parents choice not always the ch children's choice I find a lot of kids gravitate towards Fletcher because he's the fun friend right so you know when we're outside of football where he don't get frustrated and he's the fun friend and you know he might take risks and things like yeah, that yeah. I mean, we found at the cricket club the other week he was stood we did I don't even know how he'd done it but he was stood with a sign on the wall saying wave at me and then they were counting everybody they thought it was fun everybody that waved but it was my child stood on the wall <laughs> with this sign and but the kids thought it was hilarious yeah. because he had the, you know the balls to stand and up and be like with it's a dopamine yeah, fix in he it he was loving it yeah, and they were all judge. happy yeah. but he's the one taking the wrist stood on the wall mm. you know stood there with this you know and we didn't even know <laughs> oh my god <laughs> all parents were laughing but you know he's that fun friend yes you know and they do gravitate towards him yeah. but then obviously when things do happen mm. you know it's mm. Yeah, it's it's hard. And it's it, hard. It it's is. so emotional when they do. If you know the odd times they do fall out, you know yeah. it's like the world's ended it for is. him. Um, yeah. You know, and everybody hates him, and you know it's like an all or nothing thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's like you know there are you've got everything's going well, everything's yeah. you know rosy, yeah. or you one thing's yeah. crap and, and everything it. is. Everything. Oh, it's it's all Ruins crumbled. Everything. You could yeah. have had the best day. We went to Lapland last year. So Lapland, it's to see Santa really, mm. isn't it? But there's some fun activities while well, you're there. Did, yeah. So, so we're all excited, like we're going to go see the real Santa. All that, you know, it might be his last year. You know where he believes or whatever. But because these fun activities were before our time slot mm. Santa, so he was sledging, mm. doing all these risky activities where we're getting this dopamine. Yeah. And this is pre-diagnosis. This is where right. I'm starting to think maybe he has. Right. But we could not, when it were our time slot, see Santa. He, we couldn't get him off the, sl the sledge. Right. Because he was loving it that much and he's getting this natural dopamine. He's taking a risk. He screamed and kicked off and didn't want to go see Santa. Mm. Like, paid all this money. Yeah, this yeah. magical experience. And yeah. He didn't even want to see him. So we're walking to see Santa and he's hysterical. And we're like, we can go back and we can finish. We've got all day. We, we'll go back. I don't want to, I want to stay doing this because he wanted to go to the biggest hill, mm. you know, and go down, mm. you know, nothing frightens him. Mm. We went to Blackpool Pleasure Beach two years ago, so he'll have been seven. He went on the Pepsi Max. Wow. Were, you know, nothing scares him, which can be quite frightening for a well, parent yeah, yeah. taking the risk. But that's where he gets these natural dopamines from. And Absolutely. that makes him focus and, you know... It's um, weird because that's so different. Like, it, this is one thing that mm. doesn't resonate with you. He is, he is so not a risk taker. But he might He's be, risk averse. He might have more ASD traits. 
Maybe. So, like, my nephew's like that. So, mm. my nephew is autistic mm. with ADHD traits. Right. So, he can be a little bit hyper in certain situations, but his, his autism outweighs right. the, the ADHD. So, he, he wouldn't want to do that. No. You know, he did do this, like, Jane and whatever, yeah. but he's a little bit more, I'm going to think about that before yeah, I do yeah. it, and I'm going to yeah. watch someone else I'm on do the periphery. That. Just check I'm that's okay there. first. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not True. sure we'd get him on the roller coasters no. and things like that. So, it might be... You know, Maybe. like I say, that, you know, if it's a mixture of both. But then they always say, don't they, if you had 10 children lined yeah. up, they yeah. all, they all also, present differently, yeah. don't they? Well, I was talking to my sister yesterday. You know, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Yeah. Sam Thompson's on there. He's yeah. got ADHD. And I said, it's great he's on there and people are recognising he's got ADHD. Sam is portraying the Tigger ADHD yes. that most people think you've got. He seems really happy. He's hyper. Yeah. He's jumping around. But we're not seeing the dark side to ADHD. No. And I think Fletcher's traits, the two main ones, the emotional regulation mm. and the rejection sensitive dysphoria, are the dark side mm. of ADHD. So that's what we're dealing with day to day. That is the, you know, the hard parts. That's not being portrayed on no. telly. So it's like, although it's great and everyone's seeing it, they're not seeing what we're going through no. still. So Sam hasn't had a meltdown or, you know, he's not, you know. He so hasn't had speak. a meltdown, but when he, when, he, when he looks, sometimes he looks really low. Yeah. I've yeah. got to say, I do, yeah. and I keep thinking it's yeah. going to happen. I, know yeah. I don't want it to Coming. happen because no. he's beautiful. I, he's a gorgeous I just soul, said it might be a good thing so people yeah. can see the other side. To, because in because every there is day where he's side. so happy. No. It, in, it, it, ADHD isn't that no. in my eyes. It isn't a constant. Well, it can be for some children. That, mm. That's where I'm going back to everyone's different. But he's also an adult that will have learned coping Absolutely. strategies. We're going through where our children have still got to learn those coping And mechanisms. maybe he's on medication. Yeah. And maybe that's why he's on such yeah. a level yeah. playing yeah. field. You know, you don't know, do you? We don't we know. Don't, and they're not, and yeah. they have... Nobody's mentioned it. Everybody talks yeah. about like, God, he's got bags of energy. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't said, no. and I'm like, yeah. why have you not mentioned it? Like you've yeah. had a, you've done a documentary yeah. solely on it. Mm. Like why are you not mentioning yeah. it? Yeah. Hopefully it'll come out. Yeah. Hopefully it, it will. It reminds me of one of my cousins because I've got an adult cousin that's got ADHD, and he reminds me of him. And yeah. that's why when I was going through this with Fletcher, I thought it, it, Fletcher can't have ADHD because he's nothing like my cousin. Mm. Because that's how I thought. Mm. You know, my cousin's like this way. He's like Tigger. He was always happy, jumping around, really hyper. Well, Fletcher's not like that all the time. You know, he's just a bit emotional. You know, but then once I like again, when I looked at all the traits, I just couldn't believe no. the traits. I couldn't believe how many. I think. Fletcher's probably got like 15 or 20 traits. Mm. I just thought ADHD were hyperactivity. Well, you would do. You know, that's you would genuinely do. what I thought it was. I didn't even know about the inattentive type, no. which is the, you know, you're all sort of in your own mind, aren't you? Yeah. The, the busyness is in your mind and not with your body. Absolutely. Didn't know about that, you know. So I didn't know about masking. No. You know, I, I've no. learned so much. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, about it. And and we need to, that, that one, that's exactly why we're doing this. Yeah. But what I would say, people, is this book, <laughs> the book. is the Bible, <laughs> right? This, I mean, there's plenty of ADHD books out there, and I'm sure they're all great. This one for me, yeah. like, oh, my God, I could not put it down, and I can't wait to read it again. Yeah. I've learned so much from this book. Sarah Templeton, I believe she's called. Yeah, she's on Instagram. I think she's got a Facebook page. You need to Google her. You need to go on. She is I mean, she's like the guru, isn't yeah, she? she? She knows everything. She's also ADHD herself. Yeah. So what she's saying, she's she's lived with all her life. She's in her fifties or sixties, um. But 
yeah, how not to murder your ADHD kid. Not the best she puts title it in for me, but terms, she, she really so does. Self-explanatory. Yeah. It really, really is. Yeah. yeah, and um, and I just think you know you can see yourself like, look, it's it's just very. The chapters are only probably two, three pages. That's it. But it is. It's very. It's it's very uh, textbook easy. So I can't recommend that book enough. Yeah, it's amazing. So we've taught. Um, I think we've covered, haven't we? Have you got any other advice or tips? I think tips, it's just the say? tips, isn't it? So what we've so when we sat down with Fletcher's coaches, what his coach came up with is because ADHD children need constant praise, don't they? they so do. for need every rewards. one negative comment, I think it's something like they need ten positive. Something like that, yeah. Don't quote me, but it's something like that. So we constantly need to be praising them. Yeah. So what James came up with is before the game. If he sends, well, Johnny is other coach and Matt is other. He's got he's got quite a few coaches. Yeah. So if one of them sends a voice note to him on, you know, just before the game, to Fletcher, saying, to Fletcher, hiya Fletcher. Um, today I've got one target for for you, and that's if when you're brought off to sub, can you just give us a high five? Because one of Fletcher's difficult thing is when he's subbed, he thinks it's because he's done mm. something wrong, and he usually just storms past everybody and takes. The thing is, he takes himself away now, which. We've learned to leave him. Yeah. But at one point, we'd all flog round him and it'd make him worse. Yeah. So we now know, and the coaches know, leave him and he will always come back when he's calmed down. Yeah. So it, so his target might be, give us a high five today. And then if he does that target in the game, they then send a voice note after the game and they praise him for being able to do that target and they praise him for anything else he's that done that game. Amazing. So this started, I'd say about three, four weeks ago, and I think his first target was um, something like, you know, can if if your one of your teammates does something well, can you give them like you know a well done yeah. or whatever? So anyway, so these have been the little targets. And do you know what? I'll be honest. He plays twice a week. He plays on a Saturday and a Sunday. The Sunday games, his behaviour always seemed to be a lot worse. And I don't know if it's because. I don't know, just like grassroots parents are a little bit more feisty. True. And it's he, true. He's waiting. He, he plays left wing. He's quite a fast player, so he's always so on. Just oh, does he? Yeah, yeah. yeah he does. So he's always at the parents' side, yeah. you know. So I think when opposition parents, you know, might even no, I don't think people always mean to say no. negative things. But if it, maybe if he does do a bad foul or whatever, and he'll he hear them that. and he reacts to what they say, so it's like probably not the best position for him. Mm. But that is his best yeah. position. Yeah, yeah. So he sort of can hear him, and you know, and then he'll kick off or whatever. Um, so it's like. You know, can we give a bit of praise to your teammates? Or can you do this? So anyway, I would say the grass, the the last three grassroots um, Sunday games he's had, he has been like a different child. Now I don't want to jinx it. I just cannot believe it. Not so much on a Saturdays, like he's sort of had a couple of meltdowns on the Saturdays, but on the Sundays. And then the feedback they are then giving him, he's absolutely elated with because wow. he's like. Oh, I've done something, you know, I've done something right. So it's only the one target. And even if he hasn't met that target, it's still got to be positive praise they send in about something else he's done positively. Yeah. yeah. And it it really has worked. So the last game, he came up, we usually come off and he's like, oh, tell me about and, it. and then we're in all, car and we're trying to be positive. Day. And he came off and um I tell you what helped. Um, and I've I've messaged the coach this coach, but some under 15s Norris Fort players 
were waiting to come onto the pitch. So they were all stood at the side and they don't know any of our plays from Adam. And and they were Fletcher were running with the ball and they were like, wow, look at that kid. Oh, and Fletcher could hear him. And it, they were like, oh, he's going to megs him. He's going to do this. And the, the, well, to say they were under 15s, their attitude towards younger um, players was amazing. So when he scored, they all started jumping up and down. I've never seen teenagers act like that. They were jumping up. Oh, he's, he's great. Him. Because he could hear it, he was absolutely buzzing. Oh, so he came on and, and then that attitude, it was the same with his players. Do you know? You know, so then Yeah, because it's a knock on effect, yeah. good and bad. So he came it? off yeah. and went, Mum, I felt like I had my own um what did he say? Um fan club. Fan club, yeah. He says, Mum, I felt like I had my own fan club today. Did you hear him? And I was like, Yeah. Oh. All the way home, he was absolutely so and he wasn't even talking about how he'd played, it no. was them and you know. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. What I would love to come boost. away from that a football game like that every week. Oh. You know, it, because usually I'm coming away nearly in tears. Oh, you I know. know. <laughs> so Tell me about I come it. Away and I, so I, I hunted down that coach because Fletch plays for White Rose, not Norris. thought this was just a random team that yeah. were waiting to play. So I have a friend who was a coach for Norris Thorp at under 11. So I messaged him and I said, is there any way you can find? I mean, I actually thought they were older. I said, I think they were maybe under 17. Yeah. But they were at like Cliff at this time today. Can anyway found the coach, give me his number. And I messaged him. Oh, and that's I just lovely. said, I've got to say, those boys that you coach, all of them were amazing with younger players. Mm. They didn't need to do that. No. They didn't even need to watch. Yeah. You know, they could have got on with the warming up and been like, oh, it's younger kids. Who's interested? I said, I really, really can't believe how great they were. No. And I just wanted to put that across. And he said, and he came back and he said, thank you so much for that. You know, I'm so proud of them. Yeah. Can I put this message in the group? I said, absolutely. absolutely. So I just said, look, without going into it, I said, my son's got ADHD. Mm. I says, and he does struggle with his emotions. Mm. I said, but today they've made him so happy. And he was like, oh, that's amazing. I think I'd so, cry. I think I honestly, would, honestly. Yeah, it would just, to come home and just have that happy Fletcher in yeah. the car rather than, you know, him kicking off and being upset over something. So then both coaches sent him a positive voice note that day, oh, you know, and wow. to give him them and he were like, oh, you know, I loved it. Um, I think them, I think that as coaches, because I know, yeah. I know what James does and I know yeah. how busy he is, to take that time, yeah. you know, to do that, really, mm. I bet that means yeah. a lot to you. Well, I think because, it, it me. I think last year. And obviously got, to Fletcher, yeah, of course. Last year we were feeling like, you know, he's even wanted in this team. We knew a couple of parents had made complaints. We didn't know who. So we were starting to think, is this the right thing for him? Yeah. Is a team sport yeah. right for him? Because Fletcher also plays cricket. And we weren't at that point having any of this behaviour at cricket. Again, he was undiagnosed at that point. So yeah. we didn't really get it. We just thought, is football the issue? Um, yeah. So we were starting to get to a point where it's like, is this it? Are we going to? And James stepped in. And it just shows how much James actually thinks of him Absolutely, as a player. And, and, and Johnny and Matt as well, you know, yeah. for them to be willing to give up their own time and I've constantly said to Johnny Johnny's the one that sees him most mm. you know and um, we've said for the last three four years to Johnny we really do appreciate yeah. what you do like my husband's a cricket coach we know how yeah. hard it is and to have Fletcher act the way he does at times and to actually understand yeah. why now because I think before it was probably frustrating for Johnny yeah. you know why is he acting like yeah. this and I think Johnny and James so at one knowing. point didn't like the fact that Fletcher used to run to me and I think they sometimes maybe thought I enabled his behaviour, right. but now he's got that diagnosis. And now I can explain why he probably used to come to me. He's our safe place. Yes. He felt at that point, he 
perceived that he was under threat. Yeah. Even though Johnny was like, you can trust me, I'm mm. here. I will, if anything happens, I'm here. Mm. But if a parent shouted at him, he wanted to come to me, mm. you know. Yeah. Even though Johnny was the first one behind him, do not speak to my plane like that, you're going to be asked to leave. He wanted me. Yes. Or if he was brought off, he wanted me. Yeah. And, yeah, I think it looked a bit like I was mummy cuddling mm. him or, you know. Um, it want that and they no, know that now. Whereas now they know. And he doesn't always run to me now. He takes himself away. So what I've said is, if he misses 10, 15 minutes of the game because he's gone, that's a natural consequence. Le don't you worry. Leave him. He will He will come back yeah. over. It happened last Saturday. A player was almost <laughs> strangling him and he just couldn't cope with, you know, the pressure of this kid and not the referee won't blow in. So... He ended up kicking the ball out of the actual arena <laughs> and stormed off. But it was like, just leave him there. Yeah. We had enough players, put someone else on. I even left him for 10 minutes and I thought, oh, actually, usually he's gone up by now and gone back over. Yeah. So I did go over mm. and he said, I'm not because I'm going to be in trouble. And I said, you're absolutely not. Johnny and James will not be cross at you. No. You know, they understand. They, they won't, they won't. So what we ended up doing was we counted to 10 together. Right. With fist pumped, and then I said, and he wanted me to come in and walk him over. And no. I said, I can't come in there. No. I genuinely can't, otherwise I would. But I will watch you. Mm. So he says, count to ten with me, and I'll go. So we did, and then we fist pumped, and he walked over, and then so he's learning they put him back on. So, yeah, himself. I think letting him calm down on his own. Yeah. Ignore what comes out of his mouth when he's ranting, because oh my god, he doesn't half rant mm. when he's cross mm. and frustrated. Just ignore it. He genuinely sometimes doesn't mean anything he's no. saying. And I don't even think he knows what no, he's saying. No, I don't. You know, I do like, like that. No, everybody's against me. They're all asking me to pass ball. And I would, and he genuinely couldn't at that point. You know, there were three players marking him. There were no way he could have got no. out of it. And, you know, his players were like, pass. And they're probably just saying pass. But he's and he's, he's perceiving it as, pass the ball, you're being yeah, greedy. Yeah. And I don't think they necessarily were. No. But he's perceiving it that mm. way. So I think everybody's at, at him. Yeah. And he just booted the ball out. Yeah. And it was like, oh, you know. Mm. But he took mm. himself away. And I think it's just learning. He is. You know, to he, he knows what he needs. I mean, at cricket in the summer. So, like I say, we never really had it at cricket. Mm. And then it's slowly this summer coming. Um, and cricket... There's a lot more upper class people around, mm. and they, you know, it one. I mean, one coach actually said he was going to um, ban him, get him banned. He was reported twice for another game. It, we had a cup game where it, Fletcher got so Fletcher's at a, an under eleven. So in under 11's hardball, if you the if you're out and the, it hits the wickets, you do stay in. You just lose points. It's better for Fletcher to be out, out where you walk off the pitch if you're out, because then he can go away, calm himself yeah. down. He's frustrated you're out like anyone would be, but he's a, but when you have to stay on the pitch, all yeah. he's thinking about is I've just got out, I've just got out, I don't want to get out again. He usually gets out again then. Because yeah, because he he's in his yeah, head. Can't come back yeah. from it. No. So we're in this cup final and um we're chasing this score and he genuinely, in his mind, thinks, I'm the best player. Mm. It's The pressure's all on me. Mm. I've got to go out there and get these runs, otherwise we're going to lose. That's not it. He's in an amazing team. Yeah, All those boys can play. But in his mind, he thinks, I'm the best. I've got to go out there. I've got to win this game for him. I don't, you know, it is, it is how he, he thinks. Yeah. yeah. So before he would go out, I could see he was starting to shake. And there were some boys on the opposite team that play for Yorkshire. And they'd, they know Fletcher now. So they were like, oh, Fletcher Fortis is here. I'm going to bowl at him. Well, Fletcher were playing up at that point, so they're a lot—they're older than him. 
So he's already probably worried. He's already started. He's so already... he goes out thinking, oh my God, this Yorkshire player is going to bowl at me. I'm going to get out. Lo and behold, he gets out. Well, it was neutral umpire. So two men that don't know Fletcher, usually his dad's an umpire. And, right. And he got out anyway. He was fine. But then he got out again. And that was it. He was like crying. And the umpire were like, right, calm down. And he said, leave me alone. He was very clear. And he said, leave me alone. Well, I think the umpire thought he was being rude. Right. And he didn't. So Fletcher went, leave me alone. Everyone could hear it really clear. He didn't. He said, calm down, young man. Well, that's just, no. Next minute, bats in air. Helmets off. I'm not playing. This is a cup game. Mm, cup final. Wow. So me and his dad are just like, oh, no. Because instantly we're thinking, we don't want him to let everyone else down. We're in a cup final. So he storms off into changing rooms. Everyone's like, no, mm, what's going on? Mm. The opposition parents weren't very nice. They were all laughing. Um, the kids at the time, were, the opposition kids were okay at the time, but the parents weren't very nice. So my husband went in, calmed him down, and actually managed to get him back on the right. pitch. And it was really lovely because the opposition kids clapped him back on the pitch. Um, but unfortunately, <laughs> it got out again, and it, you know, it won't go well. We won the game. We ended up winning the game, but they actually put a report in against him to say that if he hadn't have done that they may have won and that the, the, yeah the pause in the game of play may have caused them to lose which it didn't because we had to pause our team had to pause as well that's poor losers, you know yeah it? and and so they basically reported him to the league My God. and at the time the league said well we don't really know how to handle this um and i'm so grateful because the um um steve holiday who's his heavy woolen coach was at that game and he's part of the league and he said let me you know speak to the parents i know fletcher because he plays under me for heavy woolen and he's just been diagnosed with adhd and they're in the tiration period for his medication so they haven't quite got it right yet and it just caused like you know mood swings and things yeah so please just understand that if it hadn't have been for him i genuinely think that league may have banned him because they just wouldn't have understood why he threw wow. his back and um so the, that was the one one and then another game where a coach said i'm gonna have him banned from the tournament because again he locked he threw his back um when he was frustrated and you know my husband had to say look he does have adhd and he's like trying to you know and it's like no but what i'll do is um it came to a compromise with him which looking back i just think they shouldn't have really needed to be a compromise no. but my husband said i think there was supposed to be six games in this tournament and he said look what if he misses the next two as a consequence um and i accepted that at the time because you know we, we just wanted him to play and not be banned. Yeah. but really i just think yeah in throwing his bat he's dangerous mm. I, I totally get that but you if you look at how his mind works in that moment he's not got something telling him if you throw that bat it's going to be dangerous to do it there's no consequence at that moment him, he's there? completely lost it he's put impulsive he can't think no. rationally no if that's explained to someone maybe they might understand a bit mm. more but that that particular person didn't at the time and um, so he did miss two games mm. and that was for um west yorkshire Wow. So we were a bit good. But anyway, came back and he really did behave himself the rest of the season. All of his West Yorkshire teammates are amazing with him. You know, the parents are like, we love him. He's, you know, we need him in the team. They're, they're absolutely great with him. And then when I did the video, yes. you know, when I met, yes. so I made the video about Fletcher's traits, one of them just put, you know, none of this matters to us. Fletcher is just Fletcher to us. 
you know, and for someone to write that to me means so much oh, because absolutely. I am always on edge yeah. about how people are going to perceive Fletcher and yeah. his behaviour. And for them to write that, and they've they've met Fletcher, you know, six or seven times, mm. and for him to say that, mm. it meant a, it went in the world to me. Absolutely, I can you imagine. Know, especially Laura. when you're playing at that level, yeah. there's an expectation from you, and and that is to do with behaviour. Yeah. And, you know, if he's holding games up and he's having, you know, meltdowns, mm. people might just think, oh, that's a spoiled child having a paddy. His parents need to deal with him properly. And for them to say, no, he's just Fletcher to us, none of that matters, it was just like, oh, wow, oh, I, I that means was. the world to yeah, us. You know? I bet, I can really imagine. I thought it, it were hard enough for me to put that video out there um, because it was so raw with the Absolutely. crying and showing, you know, how we deal with things. And it's quite personal as well. It is personal. Personal traits, you know, to him, that what, you know, things that trigger him and whatnot. Um, so it was, I were like, how are people going to see I this? I don't think you realise how, how powerful that is. Yeah. You know, whether or not someone's messaged you or not, someone will be sat at home yeah. still feeling a little bit embarrassed about their situation yeah. and what to do. But w watching that yeah. is like, wow, that yeah. makes so much sense. Like, I can't, you know, you will have helped yeah. so many people. I think you it really into a video will. Rather than writing it down, mm. is showing out that it's real it's, because you yeah. can see Fletcher getting it's upset. Usual. You yeah. can see him jumping about being Tigger on them days. Yeah. You can see that he doesn't sleep. I'm mm. showing you all these things and it's 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 real. It Whereas if I'm writing it down, I'm like, oh Fletcher doesn't sleep, Fletcher doesn't oh don't uh, you know yeah. when, when you're actually seeing it. Um and that's it why hits I did you it. differently. Yeah. It hits you differently. And again, I think again the real reason I did it sometimes well because of my own anxiety about how people perceive him. Yeah. So I thought if I could put this video together, yeah. then I just understand he's yeah. not naughty, you know. And I, I'm I still know. learning to let it go. I mean, yeah, you know, I've heard people, you know, people have actually come on a, on a football pitch and called him disgusting you know he, he, he was six year old a, f a football coach came on and pointed and shouted in his face he's had so much and that those were from things not even bad behavior that were from um going in for a slide tackle and missing the ball and taking the kid out oh and that was just purely God. getting his timings wrong but how people perceive it was that he's been naughty and wanted to hurt that child and it's like no he's so fast He's gone in, completely mistimed it, missed the ball and took the kid out. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, he shouldn't be allowed on this pitch. He shouldn't be allowed to play. And at some point, he was six and seven year old. Jesus. You know, and me and Andy as parents have had to stand there and let that happen because yeah. we don't want to confront anyone else and get into an argument. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, one of the most recent incidents where an actual coach called him a little shit to his face through the game. Now... That was two days after Fletcher were diagnosed and I was extremely emotional about him being diagnosed. And I got home and I said, I'm not going to report that coach because what if he's got ADHD and he hasn't meant to say that and he's been impulsive. Now, I regret that now because mm. what we did was we said, if he can apologise, this coach, then that's fine. We're not, we're not, we don't want to ruin his life. He's clearly giving up his time, you know. You know, he'll yeah. totally learn from it. And yeah. he texts saying, oh, I'm sorry. So we said, well, no, is there any chance you can actually FaceTime Fletcher? Mm. So next time we play, he's not frightened. Yeah. Um, and he just ignored us. And we actually went into a cup, fi cup final against him. And Fletcher had to go into that cup final without a proper apology and play that game. Yeah. And we lost. And um, he, Fletcher, had the biggest meltdown. He wouldn't have a photo with his teammates. He wouldn't go up and get his medals. And I think may have acted like that anyway from losing a cup final but i don't think that helped no knowing they were from. going in to play a team where a coach had called him that which 
that actual, when he called him a little shit, it was completely uncalled for. There is things Fletcher does because of his ADHD that you might perceive him as that. But that day, the child, a child had actually pushed him first, you know, and Fletcher pushed him back and the coach went, you little shit. And we, the game almost beat, was abandoned over mm. it. But because we were doing well and we just went, look, it's okay. Fletcher doesn't seem completely upset about it. We'll just carry on. Um, but I do regret now not re- reporting it because I think he, I, I do believe that coach wants sorry. And he probably meant what he said. And so, but I was so emotional at the time. I, I thought, no, what if he's an adult with it and he's been impulsive and he hadn't meant to say it. And if I report him and he might lose his coaching Well, role at least one and, of you has been open-minded yeah, because yeah. he wasn't. But the yeah. only thing I could hope for, from that is that he, now knowing about Fletcher, mm. might think differently yeah. about how he Let's reacts hope. next yeah. time. Yeah. You know, we can only hope we're never yeah. going to know. No. But you, you know, you... It's it's so difficult. Yeah. I mean, but it, these it, are the things we've had to deal with at football. Yeah, and I think that's why a lot of Fletcher's responses to things sometimes aren't just his ADHD, but I think it's the fight, fight or flight. Yeah, you know that he goes into. Yeah, because of the trauma, that's... because you would not believe how many parents and coaches have actually shouted at him. You know, oppositions. Mm. Um, so now he does. He's waiting for it, mm. especially on that left wing. And that's another thing his coach, Johnny's noticed, is that sometimes, actually, I'm going to move him over to right wing because the, the parents are being a little bit shouty today. I'm going to get him out of there. Right. You know, so, it, you know, they're great and they, they are learning, but it's took us four years for us all to, to get, know. Yeah. And that's one thing I said to Johnny is, we're still learning as parents. I'm not going to judge you. No. You know, if, as long no. as you're calm with him and, you know, you, you don't, you know, you don't frustrate you. Yeah. We're never going to judge you because yeah. you do it. You're volunteering and you're doing your best. But at least now we know why. Absolutely, you know? and I'll and we'll end here, Laura. Yeah. But this is where I feel that you know Fletcher's nine. Yeah. You know Jude's eleven. Yeah. I feel extremely grateful that we know right now yes. about their condition. Yeah. Like if you think like there is so many adults that are just beginning to realize that they've actually got it and they've struggled all their life and they've never understood why and they've never understood why they feel less than or why their friends could do something easier than they Um, and they could never understand that i feel like in our in our son's position Mm. they are gonna learn they're gonna grow learning about their condition own it yeah they're gonna have coping skills to deal with that and you know in the future there's always gonna I always believe in science I believe that things are gonna you know there'll be different medication or there'll be something else that is gonna help them Mm. you know and I just feel like they are in such a position I know it's difficult right now of course it is Mm. and it's gonna be going forward for a little while but they're gonna go into an adult knowing and understanding Mm. themselves and like being comfortable in their skin and I think there's nothing better than that and what we're doing right now we're learning for the next generation Mm. and you know and I just think you know the amount of awareness that needs to be out there Mm. is vast it's getting there yeah you know but in our small in our small uh bit now we're doing sorry like like in our small way we're doing our bit now to try and help that so you know I just think we've got to take something positive out of yeah. that and that is that you know our kids are gonna grow up to be comfortable in their skin i think so and i you think know, as an adult, confident these traits they've got now that might be looked down upon in children 
actually in an adult so being strong-minded yeah justice thing not letting things go defending others people want Morals. you around yes. you, know, you know people that can stand up for someone you want them as friends you're absolutely you know so right. as an adult and that's one big thing fletcher does is he will defend a friend and get himself in trouble to mm. defend them because he the injustice mm. he cannot stand it as an adult people are, i want i want a friend like you're that right. around me you're i want right. someone that'll stand up for me when i'm not wrong or whatever at the moment it might be a bit like oh you yeah. know at the party of a week um a child kicked one of fletcher's friends so fletcher went over and kicked this kid mm. back don't kick my friend mm. and that's going to get fletcher in trouble as a child but as an adult if he stands up and defends his friends you know it's a great trait it to is. have isn't it, it and, is. you know so i think as adults yeah, yeah as long, i think if you're aware as a child that you've got adhd and what it you know how it how it makes you a little bit different think like you say if you own it and you learn the coping mechanisms mm. as an adult you'll be okay mm. but i think if you don't as a child it causes a lot of distress as an adult absolutely because you, you don't understand why you feel the way you do yeah but yeah hopefully because we've you know yeah. we've, they know young let's I hope, hope so. they'll be okay yeah. So, yeah fingers crossed Thank you so yeah, much, Lara. <laughs> really enjoyed it. It's been eye-opening. You've really, you know, you understand it clearly. Yeah. You understand your son extremely well. And that came across, okay. you know, and I'm just so grateful to you. And I just think what we've done is people are going to sit at home watching it with their cup of coffee, with their kids or saying, this is my, this is my child or mm. this is actually me. Yeah. This is me. Yeah. You know, that is you know it's powerful okay. it's you know so, no <laughs> i think it's i think it's a really important message that we're putting out there so right. thank you no, so thank you much. for having me thank you